Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back. A panel of professionals and lawmakers hope to guide our state towards safer schools. The city of Selma looks to downsize. Redneck housewives, y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh, and we're going to do some small-time meteorology and geography. Really small-time. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. AL.com's Mike Kaysen reports that Alabama House Speaker Mac McCutcheon has set up a new legislative advisory committee on school safety and security. Now, this is part of all the things the state considered putting into place after the school shooting down in Parkland, Florida earlier this year. This committee has members from the education, law enforcement, and mental health care fields and lawmakers. McCutcheon said the idea with this group is to get beyond politics, use the expertise of the people in these real-world professions. The committee will meet in February and could review pre-filed legislation and make recommendations to lawmakers before the session begins in March. Representative Terry Collins of Decatur will chair the group. Tough times for the city of Selma, Alabama. The Associated Press is reporting that Mayor Dario Melton told the city employees that 68 of them will be laid off on November 5th. The mayor says the budget wasn't balanced because the council didn't include $1.2 million in debt payments. He said they were going to have to close buildings and cut services. The AP story said the council and mayor are also in a bit of a power struggle over the power to appoint employees. You know, on those Real Housewives shows, the housewives don't seem too real to me. That doesn't mean they're not. Everybody has their own experiences. That's what makes the world great. But all I'm saying is that when I watch the trailer for the Redneck Housewives of Alabama, well... It might be real or fake or a mix of both, like most reality shows, but I'm going to have to admit there might be a little bit of truth-telling going on, at least in somebody's family, probably not mine. The show was created by a Huntsville company and directed by Birmingham filmmaker Kevin Wayne. AL.com's Mary Colerso reports that they're going to screen the pilot episode on November 10th at the U.S. Space and Rocket Center in Huntsville. That's right. The Space and Rocket Center is screening Redneck Housewives. That might be the most Alabama thing we're going to hear all week. Y'all keep thinking about people in the Hurricane Michael path of destruction. It's pretty incredible seeing the work that's going on in Bay County. As you drive down neighborhood roads in Panama City, you can see the mass of pine and oak trunks and limbs slowly becoming more organized. More of it's in piles lining the roads. I guess that means less of it's laying across lawns and garages and houses, but there's so much of it still that you can't tell by looking. And like I said, that's Panama City. The western eyewall came through those parts, and the eastern side of the eyewall was over at Tyndall Air Force Base in Mexico Beach. The way a hurricane rotates, if everything else is equal, that eastern eyewall can be an even worse place with more storm surge and stronger winds. And most everything else was equal with this storm. Watch the radar as that thing comes ashore and see how intact the eye is and how the storm structure remained. That's why Tyndall, Mexico Beach, Port St. Joe, and Cape Sandblast took such a pounding on the coast. And it's why the immediate west side, Panama City, in that area, was lashed with wind for what seemed like an eternity. 
Another thing I've seen, and it's understandable, is that people see Panama City and think we're talking about the place they take their kids to the beach every other summer. I've even seen some mix-up in media reports, so let me try to clarify. I realize some know this, some don't, some may not care, but although Panama City Beach had some serious damage in places, the farther west you go down the strip, the less dramatic effect you'll see. My 94-year-old grandmother, for example, was taken to just west of Panama City Beach after the storm. There she's had power, AC, and even Monday Night Raw. Now, it was important for everybody's happiness that my 94-year-old grandmother didn't miss Monday Night Raw. Panama City, on the other hand, is where the miles of unbroken destruction begins. Panama City is to the east of Panama City Beach, across Hathaway Bridge, and where you go from 98 to 231 to go back home, if you go that way. Hey, thanks everybody for listening to us. We'll be back tomorrow. Until then, y'all come see us on the World Wide Web at AL.com.